0: All right, so welcome back to today's episode of Between Two Hives. Today it's only me and Nathan because you know Newman's off working. I know it's glad. I'm happy to see that someone's keeping the country going. Us two degenerates are just sitting here drinking beer and talking football. Anyway, Nathan, how you doing today? Good, mate. Yourself? How you been? Look, I am fucking tired. There's been a lot of games this week, so a lot of late morning, uh, a lot of late nights, early mornings. So been a bit hectic. Been a bit hectic. But I got a little news for you. I don't know if you know this, but Today's episode is sponsored by Bridge Street Sports and Bridge, uh, and it Southern Highlands Indoor Soccer Center. Or Southern Highlands so, Southern Highlands Indoor Soccer. So if you guys don't already know, these two places are run by a guy named Dave. They're amazing. He's a great guy. Everyone, if you go down to either one of these centers to play indoor soccer, indoor netball, and I believe they do cricket as well, um, yep, let him yep. know you came from the podcast. And uh yeah. Enjoy. There also is, a, uh, a, what is it, a holiday camp going on now called Cookies Cubs. Cookie is a great player. I play indoor against him quite a few times. dude has got some skills. So if you are looking to offload your kids during these Christmas holidays, <laughs> head down to Bruce Street Sports and Southern Highlands Indoor Center. Woo, first sponsor. Get around us. First sponsor on. I don't know how I do with an ad read, but, you know, here's what it is. <laughs> Dave, I hope you liked it. <laughs> Uh, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So this, we're not gonna like. Right, long story short, we're a bit hectic with the last week with the rec- uh, recording schedule. So we sort of half skipped a, a, a round only because it was a midweek round. So we have quite a few games to go uh, to go cover, but today we're only gonna do the um, what was it? The the game of the week from the week before, which yeah. was the between two halves derby. Well, Derby. I've been told that I keep saying it um, wrong. Derby. Between two halves, Derby of Arsenal and United. And um, I think you can tell by the shirt I'm wearing today, Nath. Um, who won that game?
1: Yes, yes, yes. United won it and oh, I guess well done,
0: I guess. Yes, <laughs> and uh, I don't think we have ended up coming up with a bet, but I think what you said was you can't say anything good about Arsenal for the rest of the, year, for the, rest of the season or the rest of the year. No, I think I said for about a week or two. Which is, like, uh, basically the rest of the year. Like, he may as well just go until, yeah, two
1: years. True. But yeah, no, but, I, yeah, credit to United, like, coming back um, from 1-0 Dan. And I, yeah.
0: There was never in, doubt, never in doubt. Never in doubt, dude. Honestly. Honestly. Like, with Ragnick, Ragnick was just in the stands that game too, dude. Like, look at it. And we, honestly, everyone says Ragnick is the Gegan Press king, the godfather of the Gengen Press. Holy shit. Like, he didn't even have a whole week in training and we're already, like, pressing higher than we've ever pressed before. Yeah,
1: you're pressing high, but I thought um, you were getting called out a little bit early on in the game when Arsenal were pressing you really high. We were pinching balls from Fred um, and your defenders just because you were try, trying to play out and it just wasn't working with that high press. But, like, I thought it was a pretty even game. I thought it was a really good, really good game. One of the uh, best games I've seen in a while.
0: I think it was a great game too. I do agree with you. Fred is not a player who can play out from the box like we were trying to do. And I mean, he did better this week, but we'll get to that soon. But um, yeah, I I wanted to throw my, like, I think I was drinking water at the time, but I wanted to throw my bottle at the screen at like, what was it? Nine o'clock in the morning. No, four o'clock in the morning. I was, I was livid with the amount of times this guy lost the fucking ball. It was pissing me off.
1: Especially early, like I said, he's just, but like going through the stats, you look at it and it was a pretty even game, like Arsenal, 55% possession, 17 shots to United's 14, eight on target for Arsenal, 10 to Man United. It was, it was pretty back and forth, I thought. And, um, like just Ronaldo turning up in a big game and As he, always As oh, he
0: always does, As he always does. Again, all the haters are saying is the problem. Dude fixes the problems, all right. I'm a Ronaldo fanboy, <laughs> and I always will be. So fuck you guys until he starts missing penalties, and I'll be on your side too.
1: But, what did you think of the um Smithrow goal? How long it took to get um that given? I,
0: yeah, I don't know. I still don't know how I feel about it because obviously, if you're a keeper, just get the like. You need to just make some attempt at getting up. He would have saved that if he just, even if he stood in his knees, he literally could have put his hand there. And the fact that it wasn't other team that stomped on you, that that was what hurt him. You got to get up. You got to get up. But what burned me was that he was blowing the whistle twice. Mm. He put the whistle in his mouth, waited a second, then blew after the goal was in the net. Like I feel like that's a that's a referee fuck up more than it is a yeah. More yeah. than it is like uh, – because he he quite clearly wanted to stop the game.
1: Yeah, you got to let the game flow from that position. Like Smith-Rowe's taking a volley from outside the box. See just what happens. You can bring it back, especially with VAR these days. You can bring it back and check it. And he was adamant that it was a free kick until it took about five minutes for the VAR to go, nah, mate, <laughs> that's a goal.
0: Yeah, who, who was it? Was it
1: Fred as well? Fred. Fred took it out. Fuck. Um, the hair, like, yeah, I like I've seen Man United fans online blowing up, going, oh no, it's unfair. Fred got pushed into the hair and all that." No bullshit.
0: Come on, man. Uh, he, he he literally stomped yeah. on the back of his leg. I don't it know went, what he was trying to went... do. It was like he was trying to use fucking the hair as a stepping stool because the guy is two foot two foot tall with the grasshoppers. But uh, I, don't know, I don't know, man. It just that was that wasn't. It was a good strike from Smith Rowe. Let's try. Well, like it, said, like, it would have been an easy Gea, save.
1: Yeah, if De Gea got up, which he should have, like he got trod on the toe. Yes, it's going to hurt. In that situation, the ball's in the box, get the fuck up.
0: I think I think he took Do a your I, job first. I think he took a gamble and was like, "I'm going to go down here and see what happens." I honestly, because yeah. you look back on it, it wasn't a hard stomp. Like it was barely yeah. a scrape. Like Scotty does that nah. to me in training. Like <laughs> <laughs> Odegaard's goal was a nice little goal, tidy goal for you guys too.
1: Yeah, Odegaard back in the team, and you know, looked looked tidy. Um,
0: he played well as well; like he kept everything going in the middle, pulling the yeah. strings.
1: I liked. Um, I thought Tommy Asu had a good game on the right, and I tell you who I finally. really finally. <laughs> I tell you who I really think's underrated: El Neni, for Arsenal. He just does when he he doesn't do anything special, but he gets the job done. If you have him in the middle and go, mate, block out them passing lanes, kick can cunt, you know, little short little passes, he does the dirty work, and I think he's a really underrated player.
0: I don't know. I haven't seen, I haven't seen enough of him to, like, know. Make...
1: He, he never plays that much, but when he does, right. he, he always, like, even when they give him ratings after the game and that, he's always sitting at like that 6.8, that 7, just that consistent. Just consistent, not doing anything special, but just doing his job.
0: Yeah, fair enough. I mean, like who 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 was out for him to start?
1: Um, so they left out. Um, they just went with a different little formation.
0: Changed it up so, a bit.
1: Yeah, so Shaka they didn't have in there, and um, Semi oh, He started yeah, the week yeah, before. Yeah. That's right. So they they got, put
0: him to the bench. That um. Gabriel Martin, Martinelli as well. He played yeah, because Martin Saka he was, was
1: out. He, play, he well, started. Saka, he started
0: again this week too.
1: Yes, yeah, Saka played on the bench that game. Yeah, and came on. But Martinelli started again. Martinelli's good, man. Like he's good. Arsenal have a good bunch of young players.
0: Which, yeah. Too, too bad you guys lost. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Credit to United. Like they needed that. So. Hundred percent, we needed that, and yeah. it was a it was a good little um. Was it change up in formation as well? I didn't mind the the was a uh four, four wait four two 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 the way um the way, <laughs> the way it. Ragnet yeah, it. 2 2 yeah two two
1: two 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 whatever. Yeah. It's good Sancho's playing a bit better too.
0: San- you, so. Sancho is lighting it up in the last couple of weeks. Like he is dangerous in the box. He brings in three players and that's how um Ronaldo scored his second one. Yeah. Because he – Sancho literally drew in four fucking players onto him and just goes, "There you go, bro. Have it." See
1: who I liked seeing on the bench for you guys, Big Phil Jones. Is he back? I didn't
0: see him on the he bench. Oh, i joking. He's still got him? the
1: number. He still got the number four.
0: Can we sack How is him? That we need to sack him.
1: Remember when Drolly. he was the next best thing coming out,
0: and Sir Alex was there? Oh, dude, I just love. I just loved him? all the memes. I didn't even see that because I was looking at who we had in the back line. Um, yeah. He, He's, he was on the bench. He
1: didn't
0: get on, but he was on the bench. Jesus <laughs> yeah. Christ! All right. Anyway, that's enough from the <laughs> from the between two halves derby. Look, it was a great fucking game all around, Honestly, it was a good yeah. game. Except, Abyme still stinks. Oh, yeah, he stinks. He yeah, needs to be. It needs to be gone. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's get into let's get into the round review for this week. I, don't, I can't remember what we did as the game of the week. What did we do for game of the week this week? Uh, West Ham Chelsea okay we'll do that one last then yeah all right so burnley newcastle again newcastle playing well look but i think burnley were unlucky not to get some, get more out of this game but yeah i, I, I just yeah. I, I i love um uh saint Maximin. honestly him, him and uh Treore, like at wolves they're they're just freaks. Yeah. You give them the ball out in the corner, like it's counter attack, and you, they can literally take on the whole team themselves and just hold the ball up and just wait yeah. for everyone to come forward. Like Saint Maximan just brings that extra oomph all the time.
1: Like I said Newcastle finally get their first win of the season. That the first and win of the season. That's their first win of the season. They needed it, but like so. They so now they are sitting in nineteenth. They've had seven draws, seven losses, but wow. their first win of the season. So that takes them ahead of Norwich now. And um, tied with Burnley, definitely needed it. Um, Callum Wilson scoring, I'm I'm a big fan of Callum Wilson. I think he's underrated. Um, He's just an out-and-out striker. He gets you goals. Uh, Yeah.
0: Donjoe Shelby's waking up every day and just fucking wanting blood for some reason, he decided he wants to just shoot from outside the box the last couple of weeks, and he's absolutely been banging him in and smacking the post. He's going to break one of these goalposts the next couple of weeks, I'm telling you.
1: He, he thinks the post is fucking Harry Potter.
0: <laughs> Dude's a freak. Oh, God. <laughs> wait, do you say that because he looks like Baltimore? That, is that what you're no, saying? That?
1: Just, he looks like <laughs> it took you me know,
0: a second you... to click, and I'm
1: like, wait, what? <laughs> you haven't seen their videos of the chance? Every game he goes to, the opposition fans are singing, like, stuff about him being Voldemort, (laughs) Harry Potter chants. Uh, Aaron Moy had the same thing. Um, Right. When he was playing for Brighton, Aaron Moy, and they played in Newcastle, the fans were chanting, like, it was the Voldemort derby in that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, that's actually real funny. (laughs) Uh, Next game we have... Wolves and Liverpool. Now, look, I'm devastated for Wolves. As much as Liverpool were dominating, Wolves did well. Like, again, they didn't control much of the ball, but that's Liverpool going to do what Liverpool do and just hold the thing. But when they got the ball, they were killing it. Again, Traore just, again, bodying people up front.
1: Yeah, I think, I think like, the 1-0 late, ninety ninety fourth 94th minute or something. Yeah, 94th. Origi, Origi
0: loves uh, a late goal.
1: Loves a late goal. I think, like, it's good for Liverpool just getting the job done. But, like I said, I, I think Wolves can be a bit hard done by. They held out, they held out. And then, yeah, get done that late in the game. You just, you know,
0: you don't want to see it. No, I, I felt gutted for them, like especially especially the amount of chances that Wolves had that were good chances too. They weren't just like 2 bit counter attacking chances that just like like were just like I don't know a hit and hope sort of thing. Like they were playing when they got up there, they started playing some decent football around the box. Priori had yeah. um had Van Dyke in the in his back pocket every time he had the ball. I think he absolutely bodied him in the, in the bottom corner. He he did a real high press, chased Van Dijk down at the corner and Van Dijk just like freaked the fuck out and just like basically gave him the ball that here you go. (laughs) Just don't hurt me, please. And then, um, yeah, I just, I I just felt gutted for, honestly, I I watched, I watched the game and I just, all all I felt was sorrow. I mean, as much as I hate, probably because I hate Liverpool, but (laughs) I really just wanted Wolves to get one out here, but Jota as well is just he's out of his world this week. Uh, The last couple of weeks, man, he did fuck up in the box though. He's dribbling, but is he's a good all-round striker, better than
1: Firmino in that team. But um, like Salah, Salah was quiet. Salah did fuck all.
0: He had twenty-one passes until the last goal. He did nothing.
1: Yeah, like he just did nothing. Like he won one out of thirteen jewels. He went for that. Is nah. That's woeful that is like even being an attacker puts, uh, i don't know he just i mean you can't play that well every week i understand that but Fuck him off. only getting on the ball 21 times during the game like uh, you got to do better
0: yeah, 100% you had to like i mean they got the job done but maybe is that um is that indicative of how liverpool play is that they just rely on salah too much that when he goes missing the, the game just doesn't flow as well
1: yeah, well, like I said, it should be interesting when it comes to the African combinations and him and Mane go. Both sides.
0: Both sides.
1: Yeah, I I don't know if Jota plays out wide, for Firmino up front, and Rigi somewhere in there, but um, yeah, I don't know if it'll flow as well. Yeah, so, I think um, I think
0: you got to get Jota back on the pitch. Maybe do you reckon they'll change formation and put the two up top and then just get maybe just. No, like- I think
1: they'll stayed formation. I just think um, they—it's
0: too many to slot in, though.
1: Well, you got oxlade Chamberlain. They might play out wide for a couple of games. Um, yeah, Harvey Elliott might be back for a bit. Like, it's yeah, it's still a long way out. Like, still like, um, when do they go? It's December now. Maybe like a month away. But it's something (laughs) you've got to be thinking about. And (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if they try buy a winger. In the in, off season, in January, to fill that little gap, because Salah's yeah. having problems about signing his new contract as well. He won't leave, you reckon? Well, he wants more money, and I don't know if Liverpool will pay him what he
0: pretty much deserves. They like say he deserves it. Yeah, but I don't know if they will pay him that. So, that would be interesting. Interesting one to see what happens. but yeah, yeah, I guess. Fuck Liverpool, say it every week. Say it again. Uh, <laughs> Southampton, Fuck. Brighton. It was a it was a one all one all draw with a late late late. And no, I'm saying late. It was 90, 98th minute equaliser by Brighton. Didn't watch yeah. didn't watch the game, but for a ninety eight minute goal, how many? There was actually what there was seven yellow cards in the whole game. Uh, six yellow cards. There must have been a lot of downtime.
1: Brighton have record for this, but Morpe's done it like three or four times, where he scores in like the ninety eighth, the ninety fourth, the ninety first, and they get away with a one nil win, or they get away with a draw, and um, yeah, it's it's good for Brighton. Like I think it's still a good draw for Southampton because Brighton have been going really well this year.
0: Yeah, look, I, I I think so too. I think it's a good draw for Brighton. Brighton. What aren't they in like the bottom uh what?
1: No they're sitting mid table. Are they in mid table this year? Yeah, brought to mid table. Oh,
0: not even mid table, they're fucking high up there in mid table.
1: Yeah, no, no, it's nice. They're sitting with the packs sort
0: of there, just chilling. Yeah, right. But like they've been good. Um last couple of games I've watched they've been they've been good. But i d yeah, I'm, I'm just lo- it- I'm just looking at the, the timeline of who they took on and off. They wanna win this game? Is Tossard and <laughs> Volpe just like absolute freaks or something? Because they took what the uh, right back, right? Velvin's one of the one of the right like, one of the right five midfielders. Well, two of the five midfielders. Off like it that that sounds yeah. like a weird change if you're chasing the game.
1: Yeah, but they play that five at the back. So when you take off your right back, you can put like sort of a winger on. Right. Okay. To sort of go, okay, well, we know he's going to get forward a bit more. The centre backs are going to have to cover. Um, but it was a good result for Southampton. Pretty even game all round. Um, I'm a big fan of Ward Prowse. He's he's good. <laughs> uh, what what do you think of Chai Adams? up
0: front? Is he a poor uh... man's only one? <laughs> I mean I think there's a lot of poor man's Ollie Watkins these days but
1: yeah it was, you know
0: <laughs> how do you feel I like I I honestly I've I've watched what the last couple of weeks I've watched he scored he scored a banger against who was who was last week the week before um he scored he scored a late a late winner as well I think it was and I well, I
1: think he's I think he's good he's he's sort of he's real raw but he gets around, gets stuck in, uses his body well, got a bit of pace on him. And he can finish.
0: Definitely can finish. Mm. So he's still young too. He's only twenty-five. He's starting to make his yeah. um he's starting to make his English debut, right? No,
1: no, no. So he declared for Scotland.
0: Sorry, Scotland debut.
1: Yeah, so he, yeah, he's yeah, he declared for Scotland maybe like six six months ago. So he's played a couple of games for Scotland and he's bagged a couple of goals for them to help him um reach that qualifiers for the world cup uh which is good and he's a good pickup for them because to be honest he's not going to play for england
0: yeah <laughs> like, not when you not when you got foden you got nah. all if those you want play to play international
1: you've got heritage there go for it i say so
0: yeah i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of those uk families that have got both the scotland and Ireland, all of that yeah. they're, just, they're just like well, yeah Fuck it, am i going to play england realistically no, nah, all right, let's go. That's the same with McTominay. There was no way McTominay's going to get uh, nah. get on the England squad but, like, over nah. quite a few of those players. Um, is he dual heritage? Am I just... Well, no, yeah, I'm yeah, he's, he's dual
1: heritage.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, when, as soon as he just cleared first goal, I was like, smart move. Like, get yeah. It done. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so next game we had uh, Watford and Man City. Now, I was expecting Watford to pull out an upset up here because... <laughs> Um, seeing as they uh, like to score four goals against uh, Manchester teams. But Bernardo wow. Silva. Oh, can... He is class. At Bro, he is killing it. That, uh, the volley, the... Oh, oh my God. Yeah, that he's looks... good. Yeah, look, I wish it was in a red jersey, but, you know, Jesus Christ. City just keep doing what City do. They kept Watford down to twenty percent, 22% possession.
1: Yeah, without without a striker as well. They're playing with Grealish as that front man. Good to see Grealish back from injury too. Um, but like you look at their team, and I don't know, they're all out there and they're not selfish. No, hundred percent. You look at the other teams, like you go Liverpool with Salah, Man United with Ronaldo. They're selfish players, and to a fact you. To a point, you have to be selfish in some areas, especially if you're an attacker.
0: Like I've had the amount of coaches that sit there and tell you need to be a selfish cunt. Like yeah, that's just how they're it. City, city art. City share all their
1: goals around. They go forward. They come back. They go for. They they love to keep the ball. They're like the purest football team in the world.
0: They're like in the world. You reckon?
1: They're the purest. It's you sit there and watch, and you go. Oh, they just pass, 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 go forward, knock come back, pass, 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 pass. Like, it's just tiki tacker to its best. And like you said, they dominated that game. And uh, Diaz with the most passes for City as well, with 115. <laughs> as it shows how often they go back, go through the centre-backs to go back and forward, switch it.
0: It's good. They play a good brand of football. Yeah. I- like- it's it's still, really is really nice to say. they they still go forward the whole time. Phil Foden, Sterling, always on the ball.
1: they still um, had twenty six shots. They still shoot, yeah. But they just keep retention and they wait for the right opportunities.
0: Yeah, I think I I, think, I love horny football. Horny, horny football. I think I do think honestly that is the best part about Man City is just just watching their composure up top. The amount of times they get absolutely pressed into a corner, they they. Somehow find their way out by a little ticky-tucker around, and then somehow just in the box, ready to get across it. Like it's, I love it. It's great for football.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. They're the still one? my favourites to
0: um, win the league, City. Do Are they? Did they jump? Yeah, did so they're they're still up there. They're I still second they, in first. Yeah, they jump. They jumped. Um, this week was when everyone jumped, right? Or was it last week?
1: No, no, last week. Last week when when oh. Chelsea lost. It's
0: all, it's all over it's all over the place in my head because the games have all gone too quick. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh I mean City, I they're keep playing the way they're playing, no one's coming close. Nah, unless unless unless, unless for some reason it's PSG and forget how <laughs> to play football. Yeah. <laughs> Leeds Brentford, what was that? Two old uh two old draw. There's another one I missed. I didn't even watch the highlights for this one. I wasn't able to see it. Did you watch it?
1: Bam, yeah, Bamford was back. Bamford ah. came up.
0: There, got a goal off the bench too, uh, which nice. was
1: good. Leeds played a lot better than they have pretty much all season, I reckon. They, um, they kept the ball 63% possession. They had shots. Like, Brentford still had chances, obviously. But they only had, like, three or four shots on target in the whole game, Brentford. Two goals, good return, but oh, I think Leeds Leeds probably should have got more out of it. But um, they play better. I think that's a start, stepping stone, so they can start to build and then push Bamford back. Um, they can push and try to break away from this relegation zone. They're sort of lingering around, like six points off the drop. You don't want to be there coming into Christmas when it gets hectic with all of these fixtures and. Um, yeah, they were better.
0: Yeah, it's starting to get a little bit scary for some you. Mm. Definitely starting to get scary. Yeah, agree. Uh, who else did we have? We had uh, uh yeah, United and Palace. And again, I think United played probably one of the better games they had here. High press uh, under Ragnik.
1: I was gonna say. We were ragging on Fred before for the yeah. David game against Arsenal. Yeah. Fred played well in this game.
0: He still gave up some cheap balls in the middle, he still, but he, he, still worked his, he worked his ass off to get it back every single time. And almost every single time got the ball back. And yeah. then, yeah, as you said, just worked his ass off. And one of my biggest criticisms of Fred is that he never plays forward moving ball. He's always yeah. play, it, play it back, play it to the side. This week... Why, he was fucking Kevin De Bruyne, dude, playing these little through balls. Well, it wasn't Kevin De Bruyne, but. <laughs> but he was moving. Okay. over-exaggeration. better. He's but better. he was 100. Like, honestly, it was like a, it was night and day, dude. Like, he well, killed it.
1: Like you said, he, he passed a lot better. He still lost a couple here and there, but he had the most passes for years. He had won 10 out of the 16 duels he was in, which is good for a midfielder. uh, going into 16 jewels is good that shows he's getting fucking stuck in there
0: the 6 that he missed looked kind of bad though there was some that he just like fell to the floor
1: (laughs) yes but you're going to get that when when you're Fred and you're 4 foot tall (laughs) what do you think of the goal
0: Uh, what happened to the goal
1: banger
0: oh that's right yeah Uh, Yeah, who who knew who knew he could shoot
1: yeah that's
0: what who fucking dude? like when he scored the f when he scored that goal um the in the first couple of weeks when we were what well, we had like a five nil goal a five nil win and he just somehow slotted a slotted a little goal in and it looked disgusting as well. So who I'm like, this guy's never shooting. And then all of a sudden he pulls out a fucking top corner fucking ball.
1: That far out, weak of foot. You look at him, go, "What are you, What the fuck are you doing?" And that's, then that's one of out, the oh, that's, oh,
0: okay. that's one of the ones where the centre backs are sitting behind him.
1: No, he goes, no <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking, just you're very startled abusing him. He goes in top beans, and you're like,
0: "Oh, okay, oh, yeah." It was a yeah, it was a great outing. I think. I think um, Ronaldo had a great, had a good game as well. Being still being like semi injured, apparently he injured himself during the Sioux celebration last week, or <laughs> well, the, yeah, the game right. before.
1: I reckon he probably spreads them rumors, so then it makes him look better. I don't know. He did
0: look like he was limping around. Loves,
1: the man loves to be all about himself. Yeah, He's about himself, <laughs> but
0: like he, he looked like apparently he looked like he was limping around in some places when he was walking. But then in the like just before, I think the ninetieth minute or something, or the eightieth minute or something like that, there was a counter attack that we had, and he ran. Box to box, and was like the only attacker that ran up there with him. Uh, ran up there as well. It was just so fucking lightning quick with the while apparently being injured. So maybe he does spread these rumors to make that look even better.
1: I can say that I, he's, he's an ego man, he's he likes
0: the narrative all about him. Is he's it he's in his life?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But again, uh, Ragnick making us press high and like. Very fast. It was very. It was a very different type of football that I've seen from United in a very long time. Well, winning it in their third, and then that gave Fred the opportunity just to get on the ball because he's as that holding guy, sat there picked it up again.
1: It's a good change-up. Like I said, it's he seems to have fresh ideas brought in. Your players are seeming to buy into it to start with. How long it lasts for? No idea. Um, I heard you're interested in Frankie De Jong to help in that midfield. Ooh, be a good pickup. Barca will probably sell him for cheap because they need the money. And just um, so, yeah, I don't know. You might just need some reinforcements for that middle and defense, obviously. But I think you've got plenty up top and out wide. Yeah, I to- and play this high pressing game.
0: Yeah, I think um, get a little bit of fitness into us. I think we'll be all right. Frankie De Jong will be a good pickup as well. Uh, yeah, Donny Vanderbeek just needs to get more, get more time in the field. He's he's getting on the field in this Champions League game tomorrow. Yeah, Emmanuel, he uh, on Emmanuel, on Emmanuel Matic is coming on as captain against the Young Boys yeah. <laughs> this week. So that'll be an interesting one as well. But
1: Probably just because he's the oldest.
0: Yeah, they wanted, they wanted, <laughs> they wanted to rest. They wanted to rest a few players. Oh, yeah, I think I think United are in a good in a good position to for the later half of the season I think we'll I don't yeah. obviously we're not going to do we're not going to make the top 3 obviously but you yeah. never know hopefully we get in the Champions League spot <laughs> hopefully
1: I don't know West Ham are good man
0: <laughs> We'll get into that in a second we'll get into that yeah. in a second <laughs> And then we had Villa Leicester it was a 2-1 win uh 2-1 win to the Villa with Onana scoring both goals Harry Barnes scoring a little cheeky nutmeg. Harvey. Harvey, Barnes. Harvey Barnes, sorry, Harvey. I'm reading that <laughs> wrong. I just know. I just. I always say Barnes. I don't ever say anyone's first name, so I'm always reading the first names off the cuff. Yeah, but uh, no, but Barnes scoring a little cheeky Dirty nutmeg. Goal. It was and tidy, dude.
1: Pass, just passed it into the bottom corner.
0: But everyone, people are just like people are always going to say, "Oh, that's a fluke." No, that guy lined it up.
1: No, he's like, like as um, there's a lot of goals, like. I do a little bit of goalkeeping coaching, and just a little bit. As strikers, strikers should be aware that the easiest place to do score on a keeper sometimes is through the legs. Players know that sometimes the easiest option for a shot in that is through the legs because players 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 are lunging. They know they're going to take a shot. They don't expect you. You're covering. You're playing your percentage where you're going. I've got to lunge at this because he's going to have a shot. Players know. Okay, cool. I'm gonna play it low, through the legs. It's gonna be the widest spot I can go for. Players know. I and mean, yeah, it's a tidy golf.
0: It was a very nice goal. I, I I again it was a bit of a weird game to me. I think Leicester didn't play as well as they have in the last couple of weeks. Obviously. I think um
1: I think Rogers needs a fresh start.
0: What do you mean by fresh I, start though? I
1: I don't know if his times come to an end at Leicester and they're just not like I don't know. I don't know if they just need some new fresh ideas
0: because they just didn't have a good
1: If yeah, they got some good players, but they're just I don't know. Madison's playing better. Madison but, was
0: unlucky not to score a fucking bomb from outside the box.
1: Yeah. Yes, but maybe they just need some new fresh ideas and that to mix it up. Um, I thought Smichael as well. He should have come for that first goal. It pops up in the air just outside your six yard box, bro. Come fucking claim that. Catch yeah. it, punch it, do something. Not let it head back across. And um Yeah, it just Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. good good win for Villa. Gerard. Gerard yeah, with
0: his third, third win. He's undefeated, I, don't
1: know. I think. No, uh, he lost he lost uh City.
0: Wait, who's undefeated? No, Conte's undefeated now. That's the one I forgot yeah. to say. Yeah. But um, um it's yeah.
1: good
0: for him. It's a good win for Gerard, I think. I mean, yeah. I, I, I have Austin Villa pants. I have a pair of uh, Austin Villa tracky pants that I bought when I went and watched them play against Everton. So yeah, can say I'm a, I'm a Villa supporter if you want to say it. <laughs> but,
1: I'll tell you what, Martinez's save in like the 75th minute.
0: Oh, my word. Was that the one that he banged into the post? No, nah, he tipped it over. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's the same same one I'm thinking of. Oh, I thought he nah, took it. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: no, nah, he just got it over. Oh, oh my word, that is horny.
0: Makes you horny. We did yes, miss. Did. We did miss the Tottenham Norwich game. I yeah. I felt like Norwich were playing better. I didn't realize it was Norwich for a while since they were wearing that fucking bright orange. Oh, pink, orangey yeah. shit. I I don't fucking know, but I want one. I don't exactly. know exactly.
1: Oh, no, no, no I don't like it. I
0: don't
1: like it at all. Oh, but I, my, everyone at home. It's my first point on the thing. Pinky, orangey, Norwich strip is fucking terrible.
0: I want it, dude. I'm fucking gonna want it. But back to your back to your point about the whole Smarkel thing. I'm pretty sure the first goal was the second goal. Um old mate came out the box and instead of just punching it away came down with it in his hands and basically backed it back into the player's head. Yeah, remember how, remember how yeah, we said this? Remember how we said, we said this? Um, we're talking about yeah, you gotta him, we're talking, punch it. You got to punch it sometimes. You just play yeah. the percentage. We'll, we'll, we'll talking about it. Newman, Newman made a point saying he's sick of keepers coming out and punching it. And you said, yeah, but you come down, you lose the ball on the way down. This play is play ex- the percentage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. what happened. I'm pretty sure it was this game. The second goal, yeah. where he, he came down yeah, with just, it. Yeah. yeah
1: you got to play the percentage and just punch it. Get it fucking out of the box.
0: Get it uh, out. But I think uh, I think obviously with Luca, Lucas Mora, I think it was his first goal in 12 games or something like that. Come in there with a mm. fucking bomb, like ripping like the what well, he did two players out in the right, played a little ball to the sun, sun little playback, and then shit touched, Easy. but nah stuff you I'm turning around and hit it to a corner lad.
1: He's looking good under Conte Mora. Um, Kane on the other hand.
0: Nah. Uh, Kane, no Kane had a weird game. Kane had a weird game. But it, can I just had, say... Oh, you gotta yeah. go, sorry.
1: Kane had 20 passes. 20. Bro, if you're playing like a target man, you're laying these, son, and fucking more into that, you gotta do better. Like, get on the ball, son.
0: Every, every third ball should be on you. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I don't know. But can we just say how, how good Norwich actually played? I... I actually think they played really well. When have you ever seen a possession stat for Norwich, like in Norwich's favour, especially against a decent side? I mean, Tottenham. And then,
1: uh, and then they yeah.
0: still lost 3-0. And still <laughs> lost 3-0. Well, I think they were unlucky this game. I, I honestly do think they, they were a bit unlucky.
1: They should have done better up top. Like, at least yeah, they're going to be hitting the target in some of them
0: chances. You just don't have a striker, like, and, you don't, and you're don't. you not going to attract good strikers at that club. No. You know I mean? unless, oh, you, no. unless you're picking up someone making their way through the system like Avardi was i mm. i don't see i don't see them getting the big strikers that they need to tidy things up i think um uh billy williams is again being a brick shithouse he's pushing people around he uh at one point pretty sure he made Tendenga and Lu- lucas mora his bitch at one point <laughs> just <laughs> push him around for someone who is literally one of the youngest people in the epl he's yeah, killing it he like-
1: Eighteen? Eighteen? He was eighteen 19. when he
0: started at United, he's twenty one now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like I said, like no like Spurs won three 0 but like you said, Norwich probably should have got more out of it. And um that's one thing I'd worry if I was Conte. That Norwich beat us on possession. That yeah. should not happen. Like should not happen ever.
0: Definitely shouldn't happen.
1: <laughs> not not even if there's a fire.
0: Yeah, and Norwich is now uh, sorry, Conte is now un- still undefeated, but he's he yep. just he destroyed, stopped Dean Henderson's undefeated reign as well. So, yeah, but yeah, that was a great. I think that was actually a good. It was an entertaining game, it's to be Dean. honest.
1: Dean Smith, not Henderson.
0: Did I say Henderson? No, Dean <laughs> yeah. Smith. <for> fuck's sake, <laughs> Dean Smith. Oh my <laughs> lord. Uh, now we have Everton Arsenal. Now there was a lot to unpack this game. It was a lot to unpack
1: <laughs> Yeah okay, I don't take, take it away we... Nathan Okay <laughs> Well we didn't start a Bamiang
0: Which is good but Thank the lord because okay I'm sorry I have to jump in the last, kick, <laughs> the last kick of the game He could have tied it up literally in the box And he fucking sprayed it he Continue
1: <laughs> He's fucking terrible man. But say, Lacazette wasn't much fucking better um, I thought it was a pretty even game We kept the ball all right but I thought it was they still created chances. And gonna you know say, Demari Gray has been, I reckon, the sign in of the year. Hundred per They picked him up for one point seven million. One point seven million. Pennies. Fucking pennies. Even if you score one goal in the Premier League, that's probably worth that these days.
0: Right. Even um <laughs> even the even the cameramans at Goodison Park all knew that this was the signing of the day. Is they were following him around before the game, Ugh. like the whole the whole pregame when they're out there warming up and stuff like that. He was yeah. he was the only player they were following around.
1: Yeah, like I said, he's just he's good. He scored five goals this season. He's got two assists. Like he just goes forward every time he touches the ball. He looks forward. He goes at pace, and he's got the pace. And he's obviously got the shots too. That second goal, pull Even the first goal. Smacked the bar. Came back straight to Richarlison. Yeah. Like Demaryius Gray was on fire this game. That go down um, as an assist. Yeah. Yeah. It should. Does? Yeah. yeah. It should. <laughs> um, I think um, Arsenal didn't take the chance. Like I said, it was pretty end to end, even. But I think um, Arsenal should have taken the chance of it. Obviously the Aubameyang miss at the end. Eddie and Ketcher about 80th minute or something. Yeah. He had one back post. You got to hit the target. Hit, from hit,
0: him, hit but... the po- Hit the post. Hit him. Hit the post again, and then went out. Yeah, like, but
1: he's he's probably going in January because he's only got like a bit over six months left on his contract. So I think we're looking to sell him. Um, Odegaard, two goals in two games. Good that he's back, back in the side. Um, yeah, but what what's your take on everyone kicking up a stink about the Richarlison offsides? And they go like, "Oh, it's so marginal; wow. it shouldn't be a thing."
0: One of them, it's... one of them was marginal. The other one was less marginal, but they were still both so fucking, so fucking close. But, and like it's... three was it, was it? two years, a year and a half ago when VAR wasn't a thing? That's that's a three. That's a what? Four, yeah, four-one win.
1: Yeah, but like I said, it's they've brought in VAR now, and offside is literally black and white. They've got the technology there. Made the line, they made the line bigger, so there's more room for error. Now, so you'll see the when they bring up the VAR lines that are blue and the red and that, they're, they're bigger than they were. And they brought it by like five mil or something, something like that. And if you're offside and you've got the technology to prove you're offside, you're fucking offside. Like, you can't argue with it. Richarlison came out after and was like hat trick, hat trick. No, mate, you scored one. <laughs> and, it <was> <laughs> and it was a tap in. It was a tap. Like it's the technology's there; they're using it now. I wasn't a big fan of ER when it came in, but if it's there, you can't argue with it. It's literally. Uh,
0: I do one. Okay, the first. I think the, I. I just think it was the first one because the first one comes down to like where was the knee and stuff like that. But if you look at the feet, the feet were. Almost like that. I don't know. Yeah, I think I would... I, the
1: technology's obviously pulled it up as offside. You can't argue with the technology. If Whether it's a millimeter, it's still offside. If you brought technology into the game for this reason, you're going to get margins like this sometimes. But technically, he's still offside.
0: Okay. If it was the other way, I think.
1: A hundred percent.
0: As long as We can agree on but,
1: that <laughs> Not so much I, I, Like I said I think They I wasn't a big fan of VR When I brought in I like the Idea of human error And That's the way refin has been For the last Quazillion years But if you bring in The technology And It is State of the art, It's black and white Offside That's probably the only Rule in football That's black and white and yeah if you're offside you're offside you can't argue with it fair enough
0: fair enough yeah. but you just <laughs> guess you just can't rule against a damari Gray fucking bomb from outside no. the box <laughs> i think that's probably going to be goal of the week i think we're going to have to come up with a goal of the week now that newman's not here this week unless nah we'll still let him do it but i'm going to push him towards this goal
1: yeah, we'll just post it and let him do it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it has to be that goal. It has, has to be, to be that, that goal. goal. All right, and then we'll go to the game of the week this week. Uh, we've been spending a long time going through these games. Uh, <laughs> West Ham and Chelsea. I actually yeah. didn't watch this game.
1: I watched it. Oof! what a game. Tell me about what it. What a game. So, West Ham 3-2. Um, Rice, big... Big Dick Declan Rice actually had a poor game, I thought really first one of the season um uh, he, he, he was yeah getting dispossessed a little bit and all that, but West Ham are doing business. I think they've beaten all the top or all the big six teams now this year, which is massive. um I thought uh, mendy in goals probably had the worst game he's had. In the Chelsea shirt in the Premier League. Okay, okay. And the third goal came from out wide. He was expecting a cross. And I think old mate shanked it. But still, you can't get beaten like that. Um, he's got to do better on the second goal as well. I think he leapt a bit late. And yeah, I thought that he probably had his worst game yet. Um, but I'll tell you what, another contender for goal of the week probably would have been Mason Mount. A volley from like top of the box, side foots it. It comes over his left shoulder, side foots with his right in the bottom near post corner. Oh,
0: really Oof.
1: tidy finish. Really tidy.
0: Might have to go back yep. and watch the game.
1: Yeah, definitely watch it. Um, and uh, Thiago Silva. Mate, the guy's I, like 37.
0: I was going to say, I just saw him on the score sheet. Yeah, What the fuck happened there? What's he doing up, up
1: there? <laughs> corner, just a corner.
0: But he still he's, doesn't normally stay on corners. He's usually back up halfway. No,
1: but no one picked him up. Free header in the box, and that experience and just buries it. He's still good. He's like a fine wine. Oh, he just gets better. He's just like, like a fine wine. I thought he'd struggle coming to the Premier League, being his age, being more physical. It took him a, like maybe a month or two, but he's he's found his feet and he's he's looking real red hot for Chelsea.
0: Well, not the, kind of mean too red hot. Too. Yeah, well, obviously
1: they are. <laughs> but um, yeah, West Ham are good. I just yeah, I don't know. They seem to lose a game or draw a game here or two against a shittier club, but against the big boys, they getting the jobs done. And if you're gonna look at the top three teams, are pretty much sorted with Chelsea, Liverpool, and um, City. Fourth place, West Ham have this and I think it's theirs to lose.
0: Yeah, I, I would definitely put it in that sort of that sort of yeah. bag of cats if it just been the, the them to lose now. Yeah, 100 percent agree. All right. Well I think that's a that's a good wrap up. We spent oof, oof, I think <laughs> a lot longer than I thought we were gonna spend on that. Alright, it's all right. I think we can we can see how we go for the rest for the rest of the show. But I think we wanted to start it off. So we've been started off with like this little topic that we started talking about just before the podcast started in our little pre-show. We're just like taking the piss, having a a bit of banter. Uh, We we stumbled across a few random crazy clauses that that players have in their contracts or used to have in their contracts in the EPL. Um, I think what was the one that you started off with that you mentioned first? Oh, Martial. Oh, yes. If anyone doesn't okay. know, Martial, yeah. ugh, the, the worst player United. At United.
1: He's a United player. And when he signed for Man United, he got it put into his contract that for every Ballon d'Or, he wins.
0: He gets $7.2 million. <laughs> I feel like that's not enough either if you're going to win one.
1: No. Make it higher. Yeah, make He's it never going to win one more. Like, At least be like if I get on the short list. Like, be realistic, son.
0: Yeah, I don't know where that even has he ever even made like the voting.
1: Oh, I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't have thought he would have been on the list. I mean, yeah, nah, I don't, I don't think he would have. He's not
0: that cool. No, he's dog shit. He's (laughs) actually dog shit. But like, this this artist getting us thinking, what are some of the craziest clauses that we've seen in the EPL contracts? Now, we did some research. We found a few fucking wild ones. Spencer... <laughs> Dennis Burkamp. Oh, yeah, did the Dennis Burkamp one first. Did okay, Burkamp. okay.
1: Dennis, Denny Burkamp, Arsenal legend. Um, he had a clause in his contract. It cost him about $100,000 a year because he was afraid of flying. So he had to catch a train two games in England, and he either drove or caught a train to European games. And that is fucking crazy to put in your contract.
0: Imagine <laughs> trying to get to like a, a Champions League game in oh. Germany or something and having to catch a fuck ton of trains and buses just to get there and missing the first two days of training.
1: Yeah. Well imagine if you're playing if you're playing, say, Sunday against Cardiff or something like that, then you've got to train it back to London. Then you go on Champions League game on Wednesday. You're going to have to leave fucking as soon as you get back. Yeah, you're not going to like Italy or whatever. You're just going. Then you're coming back. And if you play the Friday or the Saturday night, say against Newcastle or something at the other end of England, like
0: it's ridiculous. It's absolutely, it's, it's, that blows my mind. I've never heard something like that.
1: I mean, if you're that good, I guess you're going to have to agree to it. But like that blows, that blew my mind. Absolutely blew my mind.
0: There was, a, there was another one, a former, another former Arsenal player that we found, <laughs> Stefan Swartz. Yeah, so
1: yeah.
0: this bloke signed up. You know how like Virgin Airlines and all that sort of stuff have been doing these uh, sign-ups to get the, the flights out of space, the commercial flights out of space?
1: Yeah, yeah. They
0: cost an arm and a leg and all that sort of stuff. Uh, Stefan Swartz back then, back in, what was it, 1999, I think it was, when he joined Sunderland. He had signed up to be one of the first people to get on one of these flights, but Black Cat did not want to allow this to happen, so they put a clause in his contract that says his whole contract is nullified if he leaves the planet. <laughs> <laughs> how, like, how much do you really not want your that. player to jump on this little? It's like it's not. Like, again, back then it would have only been. I don't actually. I don't know what the, the vision of them back then was, but. I know these days they, they're they only going to, like, just out of the atmosphere yes, and coming just. back down. Like, it's not like it's too dangerous. So imagine, like, nullifying someone's, like, million-dollar contract just because <laughs> they get on a fucking plane that's going up too high.
1: That is ridiculous. And, like, obviously he probably hasn't seen that. he's <laughs> just got slipped in there with the T's and C's and he signed away and then, like, oh, mate, you've actually signed this. You can't leave the world. You can't
0: leave the planet. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, what about... I uh, read a good one about Ronaldinho. Oh, <laughs>
0: yeah. Know, yeah.
1: Contracts, he put in his contracts that he would not face any fines or any repercussions, but he was allowed to go out clubbing two nights a week. He was probably one of the best players that ever played the game. 100%. And he had that in his contract. Imagine asking that for your contract. Yeah, but like Michael Jordan like.
0: Michael Jordan, dude. Michael There's so many stories of him going out in the Champions League on the Champions League in the championship game and like game 7 being out to 3 a.m. the night the night before still putting up like 50 points. Yeah,
1: it's, I, it's just yeah, in your blood,
0: mate. It's just you're just built different. That's where he yeah, was. is built different.
1: But it's a, I think it's a different fitness than basketball <laughs> like <laughs>
0: like
1: it's, it's a different fit like you're running a lot more. Like, yes, basketball is sure intense and all that. But I think Jordan could have gone away with a lot in the games by just going, okay, I'll just go up there, hit a three, boom. I've run, like, 15 metres. Ronaldinho is fucking doing 60-metre fucking runs with the 40, 400 step overs, Razin players. He's 60 metres. He probably actually did, like... 140 just because he's going sideways
0: sideways (laughs) he's doing he's doing circles around players at the same time
1: 100 (laughs) percent
0: um what was the other one we found we found who was it that when they signed suarez yeah Uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah.
0: I think it was when Liverpool signs. Was it when Liverpool signed Suarez or when Barcelona signed Suarez? Uh, when Barcelona signed Suarez, when Barca signed Suarez, they actually put into his contract a no biting clause. So if you bite anyone, you can kiss your ass goodbye. Like, <laughs> I know he has form, but fuck me, some of these things in the contract ridiculous. I did it like three times though. It wasn't even like it was once. A, once he a, did it so many times. <laughs> Oh, An- uh, another God. another one from Liverpool is uh, Battitelli having a good behaviour clause. So if he decides to let any more fireworks off in his house or throw darts at the youngsters, he was getting he was getting the boot. Which I honestly think that is that. like the I to say that's that. the only one that makes sense. Like I've heard some stories from some players who were over in the youth system, like yeah. at the clubs that Battitelli was at. They're not good, dude. God <laughs> no, is a menace. Battistelli
1: is a menace. Absolute fucking menace.
0: <laughs> the, and I think I think we'll do this last one. I think you can you can describe this one, the Firmino one. Ah, uh, so when Firmino, just before
1: Firmino went to Liverpool, Arsenal tried to sign him, and they tried to sign him for they put an extra pound, one Bound. extra pound, to buy him for forty and one to reach his release clause, which. Liverpool came in and offered $40 which was the same release clause. Anyway, so Liverpool signed him, and because they were pissed off about how Arsenal went about it, Liverpool put in their contract for Firmino. He has a buyout clause of $98 million. And every other club in the world has that release clause for Firmino if they want to take it up, except for Arsenal. (laughs) Arsenal is not included in that. They cannot sign Firmino why he's at Liverpool it's in the contract
0: that's, that's <laughs> such a crazy one that's I don't like, mind that like that's not a bad one but it's like that's like that whole um the new buy-in Dortmund stuff that's going on now Dortmund are just put Dortmund are basically putting in everyone's contracts now that Barca cannot buy anyone from us
1: No, that's what it should be I don't think you should sell to rivals
0: like
1: 100% lots of players to rivals like yeah. we uh, were the feeder club of Man United and Man City there for a bit, <laughs> and um, I wasn't a big fan of it. But if but then... I'm signing players, I'm
0: putting in their contract. You cannot leave us to go to club A, B, C, D. I wonder or, how. I wonder how many you can put in there before it becomes unethical.
1: Yeah, I don't know. You should be able to put a couple in. Like I think for Arsenal, you could put in the like a Tottenham clause and a Man United. Oh, I'd, I'd maybe
0: say I'd maybe say it. I think maybe direct rivals are the, probably the closest thing that you could say no to. So obviously Tottenham. Um,
1: so if but, Arsenal, Bayern Munich, and stuff because we're that good.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. you're always <laughs> up there. <laughs> oh, all right. I reckon we. I think this is a. There was no segue here. I'm just jumping the gun. Mourinho, <laughs> how's Mourinho going at Roma, and what the fuck's going on over there? He is going terrible.
1: He (laughs) looks like he might lose his job. He just, they started the season on fire and everyone was like, oh, Mourinho, he's doing what Mourinho used to do. How good is he? Wrong. He's, (laughs) He's literally gone from having his, after three years, he folds and just completely destroys the club to two years to one year. Now it's turned into three months. And he looks like he's destroying Roma. He's come out and blamed the players, saying there's only two players good enough to play for Roma. Um, like, you, you can't be going and saying that.
0: Imagine being in the um, change room and hearing that. Like, what, what, what do you do at that point? Like, do, are like, you trying to piss everyone off? Like,
1: there's the thing. Like, you could say it in the change room to the players. You don't go out there and say it to the press. Like. <laughs> You know what I mean? You walk in the chain and go, he's a shit, he's a shit, he's a shit. Don't go out in the press and then go, they're shit, they're shit, they're shit. <laughs> like, how do you think the players will kind of feel? They're not going to get behind you, are they?
0: No, yeah, I mean, he hasn't got a good track record in the last, what, three clubs now? United yeah. didn't do amazing. Tottenham
1: didn't amazing.
0: Chelsea did not do amazing. Now, Roma, down the drain. Yeah. But He's just going, 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 going. I will say the the best thing he did Here we was, go. was play the 18-year-old Australian boy who had been dropped by every Australian club in Sydney. Can you pronounce his name? No, nah, I'm not even going to attempt it. Can you do it, please?
1: I'll, I'll have a go. I'll have a go. Christian Valpato. Valpato? Yeah, that's Is about
0: that right. Good? Is that he green? Is he like... Greek background? Italian. Oh, Italian, Italian background. Italian background, okay.
1: Yeah, Italian background, but um, I've got his, like, he came off the bench, and this is what we've said in other pods. If you're even coming off the bench or sitting on a bench in one of these big four or five leagues, how aren't you getting an
0: Australian cap? But no. it's not, not even getting Australian cap. He did He got dropped from Sydney FC, Wanderers, and then the Institute Academy how yeah. like how how yeah. does some uh, it, it drives me up the wall and i remember seeing i remember seeing an article about this kid uh i think it was about six months ago when he first signed at roma he's, yeah. um he's a he's a sydney obviously he's a sydney boy and he was uh at one of these local local academies that um also acts as like an agency and they did the thing on him saying how um like yeah he came to us after he got dropped and now he's gone, gone to roma um, or he'd been there for years or something like that, but obviously they helped him get to Roma. And again, I, I remember reading it back then and thinking, how is he not getting a start in the A-League to, to now well, being signed at Roma? But yeah, I just... Like, even had get... no
1: even games for Wanderers or anything. Like, yes, he was only going to be 17 when he was at Wanderers, I think, 17, yeah. But how aren't you seeing this talent? And people say, oh, maybe because he has, he develops later than others but it's very rare that good scouts can't see that he's still good he will develop
0: Oh, there, there's the, there's team. there's the key term you just said right there good scouts we do not have that in australia
1: no because in australia i feel all the scouts that have is they just look at the same old a league players And yep, we'll pick up him. Yep, we'll pick up him. Oh, he's played at Adelaide, Perth, Wanderers, Sydney, Central Coast. Oh, we'll sign him now. Just because he's played all them clubs. Like
0: uh, I know I know it's very frustrating. I mean, it's it's just yet another case that's happened. And again, if he doesn't start to be in and around that Australian squad, it's gonna be a bit of a shame. I do he was in the the younger, like eighteen year olds. Aussie squad though, right? Yeah, he at,
1: yeah, least, yeah. So he at least at least went
0: around to the training camps because under
1: under 19s he's been capped at.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say because I know the there was a few um, like there's another young 18 year old playing. I'm not even 18 yet playing at um, Fleetwood Town and he he was boasting yeah. about it, saying, "Oh yeah, like he gave he gave him congratulations when he got to start." Yeah, I, mean, I, I knew and I knew he would have met him through the Australian camp back in the Youth World Cups, but um, yeah, I. It's just yet another case of Aussies missing out and happening to leave the fucking country to go to a top-tier league to even get a fucking yeah. – even get a go.
1: It's ridiculous. I just uh, – it blows my mind how the scouts in Australia and the system in Australia are letting these guys slip through our fingers. Yes, it's great for these players going and playing in these leagues, but how can't we develop them in our league at least for another couple of years until they're, say, 20, 21, sell them, make a profit, which then creates more money for the league, and then the league gets better. Instead, these players are leaving for free at a young age because they can't get a a sniff in, and then we sign 30-year-old, 32-year-old, ex-A-League club players and all that, and just rotate them, rotate them, until, you know, every player's played at every club.
0: Not no, even, it's ridiculous. not not even he left for free. He got dropped. How do yeah, how how, how does Sydney FC and Wanderers both go? uh, you're not even good to be on a 32 man roster. So goodbye. It's ridiculous. But, it's ridiculous. Yeah, blood blood boiling. Uh, Australian it's... football does my head in. I can't even watch the A League these days. I got into it for a bit. It was Sydney FC. Like I'm a Sydney FC fan still, but I mean, like I, I yeah. still just can't. I can't do it. it especially it's makes me angry when i say shit like this too because like growing up in australia playing football in australia there's just nothing there's no pathways there's no nothing and you see, you see this quite often you see a lot of great kids who you can tell are miles above the rest yeah some of them get gigs in MPL squads but they never go further than MPL.
1: but some players don't even make it than that because they get priced out the how much it costs in australia to play football is Ridiculous. Criminal. It's the most played sport in Australia. Rugby league, I could go to a rugby league club now and it costs my kid oh, 60 bucks for the whole year. And you get gear. And I get gear. I'll go down to this local soccer team. It's going to cost my kid, who's like, my kid's a lot younger, but when they up, it costs them now like 300, 400 bucks. And then you've also got to buy the shorts, buy the socks buy them all the gear like you know what i mean like it is ridiculous and then once you start getting higher up in that That's and you grand. get to your representatives and it's grand and grand and we lose so many good young talents because <laughs> their family can't afford it and it's ridiculous
0: it's just like, it's, it is criminal the, it's the what's our what's our governing body it's not um F, ffa it is ffa yeah ffa, FFA yeah. you step in like They've said over the last couple of years that they're going to be doing something, but they just never did. Like it's it's ridiculous. So, so the Nate's point about the the for rugby league and just for soccer and like football in general, um the idea for rugby league is that the NRL um pays down the grassroots. So all the top tier all the, the top clubs, um all uh not sponsor but like feed the money down towards grassroots to then develop obviously grassroots players and grassroots teams and the first grade teams down there and stuff like that. So that you can have as many players coming in as much as, like, as we can and play for almost free for the year. The idea with football in Australia is that grassroots are paying for the A-League and, I, and for the Australian squad. I think, and I think it's criminal. I, I don't understand how it's been going on for so long. And I think...
1: Sponsorship F- should play that.
0: Yeah. Should, I think... The, right now with the amount of money that you can get with marketing and the and the broadcasting deals that they're getting and all this i i don't see how it wouldn't be possible for you to make that shift away from um grassroots paying up and you should actually start to pay grassroots like it shouldn't be too hard unless you've got some greedy fuckers up there and that's yeah. all it, and that's all it could be
1: but the fees shouldn't get like i said for the young people even at our level in men every year it goes up in price yeah. So, for instance, we have to pay. For instance, you play, you pay South Coast for us, then you pay New South Wales, then you pay FFA. So you got to pay three different organisations. Plus, then you've also comes out of your rego is for refs and stuff like that. Refs, that I have no problem with. The problem is, we pay fee after fee after fee, and every year it increases. And you're losing, you're losing out on such good young talent just because they go, no, we can't afford it or I can't be fuck paying that. We have players where I'm, we, we both know this person, um, our mate, who he played for under-17s Australia, under-19s Australia. He is playing in NPL, getting paid all right. But he wouldn't go any further because, why? Well, the A-League doesn't pay as much. And two, there's no progression for him in Australia. So he's come back, and now he's playing in the MacArthur Local League.
0: Yeah. it's He's it's, like it's 21. A <laughs> it, it's a shame. <laughs> Honestly, It it's – and one of the things that we – Australia don't do, like, well at all either is we don't protect our burnouts. Mm-hmm. It, like, how, there's – in England, players of that calibre, they don't burn out. Like, get looked after mm-hmm. – the whole yeah. way through, we just don't. And no. I think I think it would be different if we again, like again, they have such a good youth system that you're going through as a as a, as you're doing your apprenticeship in football. So yeah. it's a very different lifestyle to a kid who is the same age. So at 16 in England, you can go be an apprentice football, or 15, I think it is, go be apprentice footballer. In Australia, obviously, you can't do that. So you're still going to school or you're working all day. And then uh, being a, like a fucking like a, a chippy, like a carpenter or something like that, and then you are going to play yeah. football. Like y- you just you're burning these kids out, and yeah. you just oh, hey, I could go on about this all day. Honestly, I think we need to keep. I think yeah, we need 100%. to yeah, I let's keep
1: ticking it
0: We'll keep ticking it. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll, I think we'll jump back. I think we may actually have a, a dedicated podcast or episode just on the state <laughs> of football in Australia and how fucked it is. But we'll get yeah, to that another 100%. time. We'll get that to that another time. Um. <laughs> Uh, let's look at the let's look at the notes. Uh, what are we at? We're at an hour and seven minutes, I think. <laughs> let's get into um, the games this week. We'll do we'll, we'll do one more thing because it's A League. Okay. S- yeah. s- fucking storage, pulling out <laughs> of his Perth Glory game because he got a cramp on a four-hour flight. Where are they going? Perth to where or from where to Perth?
1: Oh, it was Perth to the Eastern Seaboard. Right. And because he's not used to the normal – well, the Australian – because he signed for Perth. Bro, he signed for Perth. You're going to take a minimum four hours to get anywhere.
0: You're flying to every game.
1: So it's not taking the 20-minute, half-an-hour flights you do in England. And um, he got got too much of a cramp that when they went off and went for their walk before the game, he said to the coach, nah, can't. I'm cramping up too much from sitting on the plane. Come on, man.
0: Come on, dude. You're like... an
1: athlete. You shouldn't be. Have some more salt in your diet.
0: <laughs> just eat eat the peanuts some, on the plane dude yeah, get the
1: nuts on that plane
0: <laughs> oh god they're playing right now actually it's nil nil in the 65th minute but fuck me dude like I mean he, he is one of the most ritual, like injury riddled players in the EPL yeah, history dude. like I mean maybe it's just that's just the way his body is but yeah I don't think he was I don't think he was expecting the amount of playing time and the amount of bus time he's gonna have to have when you're playing for Perth I know he came to Australia for a bit of a holiday and a better lifestyle, but a lot of that's going to be spent flying around
1: places.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you surely would have realized that. Well, you hope so. But no, I bet you no one told him. They just said, oh, it's a 20-minute drive down the road.
1: Oh, yeah, it's lovely. It's lovely.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think think the last one will go with uh, Lago Apas.
1: Uh, Aspas.
0: Aspas, sorry. Uh, Celta de Vito in Spain. I have to look up yep. how to fucking say both those names. I am not <laughs> cultured at all. But old mate scored a goal. and It was a good goal at that. Injured himself in the process. So during the celebration, took his shirt off to get another yellow card so that he would reach his, what is it? Is it five yellows over there too? Five yellows.
1: <laughs> yeah. Five yellows. To so reaches his miss-
0: fifth yellow. And service his suspension while he was uh, recovering from the injury he literally just picked up. And I think that is some of the best shit housery I've seen in the football this year.
1: It's up there. Like, I know people do it when it comes to the Christmas period. So they get Boxing Day off and New Year's Day. Um, <laughs> and yellows, we might get a sneaky yellow. You know, we get the day off. Perfect. But yeah, I mean, taking your shirt off when you're on the ground injured just to get a yellow, that is excellent.
0: Yeah, it wasn't even like he celebrated. And then he goes, "Oh shit, I'm injured." No, like he was laying on the ground. <laughs> it was on the ground with everyone around him saying, "Nah, I'm injured." And then fucking yeah. took it. He <laughs> whispers in someone's ear and goes, "I'm about to take my shirt off." Yeah. Like,
1: have a good thought about it and go, "Yeah,
0: I'm going to do it." Rips his rig out and goes, "Let's let's 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 get this yellow and have the have a bit of a recovery and not have to worry about getting back on the pitch." Oh, that was, look, that was, that's top tier. I, I clapped it. I I, I I literally was watching it, put my phone down, and gave it a clap. all right Uh, let's 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 bang out a a round review what are we saying is the game of the week not many good games oh so we've got some um oh no liverpool villa yeah yeah
1: probably liverpool villa i
0: reckon All all right we'll make that game of the week all right so brentford watford i'm gonna go watford
1: yeah, I oh, I reckon. Um... No, actually, I'm going to go Brentford. I reckon Brentford. Brentford, we have got this.
0: All right, all right. What? Did, oh, by the way, everyone, just so we have kept this above board, we've gotten Newman's Newman's picks before yeah. uh, before we recorded, just so we can't cheat because you know that little sneaky guy will cheat if he can. So we've gotten it all in a messenger and we've got it down. All right, <laughs> uh, Man City, Wolves. I think that actually, I think that'll be a decent game. But we're gonna, I'm gonna go City.
1: Yeah, I reckon City should. City is just walking over teams at the moment. They are just rubbing teams. Yeah, it's, uh, it's
0: City should win that. Definitely gonna be City. Chelsea leads. Uh, Chelsea are a bit of a slump. It seems like right now. Hopefully, um, maybe. Hopefully,
1: no. Le- Leeds I, are, playing, uh, Leeds are playing better.
0: Leads are playing. Okay. Always playing better. Daniel James um, um, killing it.
1: I'm tipping Chelsea. Like I said, I find it hard to tip against the top three. So
0: yeah, I I'm with you, Chelsea. And I just for everyone at home, you all saw me last week. I picked it was I picked Chelsea. <laughs>
1: yes. And yeah, after did. after that yeah. whole
0: thing, I think I said I wanted an upset, and I think Newman put me down for my joke response. So I better have gotten this <laughs> fucking point. That's all right. I'm writing them down at the moment, so we're good. We're good. <laughs> uh, Arsenal, Southampton. And to go Arsenal. i have to Come give it to us.
1: Arsenal as well, mate. We, we will bounce back. We will bounce back.
0: Uh we'll I hope so. if
1: doesn't start.
0: Abum Yang needs to not start. Aubameyang. Yes. Yeah. Lacazette needs to start. Yeah. I, I I honestly I thought Lacazette did alright when he played as well. Yeah. Didn't didn't do him, like as good as he used to, but he definitely did but, better than Abum Aubameyang. Yeah. Abameyang's been terrible. Yeah. Uh, Norwich United. Norwich are playing well. Like I'm telling you, Norwich. I, I, you guys gave me shit when I said their comment. Like they're starting to play better, and it's been so doing you, all right. But what are you doing? But <laughs> no, no, fucking. Of course I'm going United. But I'm just saying, I think this will be a better game than everyone's expecting.
1: I think it'll be interesting to see how United go when they got majority of possession will dominate more than they have in the last couple of weeks. That well they should dominate more.
0: So you say oh. that, but they Norwich had what, sixty percent over Tottenham.
1: Yeah, but that's Spurs. I think um they should dominate more so they'll have more of the ball. Then they'll see how they so they play. But oh, I'm I'm taking United as well.
0: United. West Ham. Definitely gonna go West Ham here. Yeah, West Ham. Who's away? Yeah. Is it West Ham's away, right? Um, it is West Ham is away. One of the three teams that wear the exact same home jersey. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I don't think it matters, but because I think West Ham will win that.
0: Yeah, West Ham will win that. Uh, yeah. Leicester, Newcastle. I think I'm gonna, go Le- Le- I'm gonna go Leicester. I'm I'm gonna go draw. Fuck,
1: I, I think... always forget
0: the draw's an option.
1: <laughs> I think um. Leicester haven't been playing that well. Newcastle, uh, looking better under Eddie Howe, but we'll, we'll wait and see. But I reckon draw. I can't change. Brighton Tottenham. Uh,
0: um, I don't know I'm where to gonna, go. I, I, I can't I'm going
1: over like. here. I'm going draw again.
0: Yeah, I'm going to <laughs> yeah, go draw on that one as well, because I can go anywhere.
1: Yeah, I reckon
0: that could go anywhere. Who knows? Alice Everton. Now if Everton keep up this uh the way they played way they played this week, if they keep this up, they're gonna start going on a good run. So hopefully I could honestly I've got some mates who are Everton supporters, so I'm gonna say hope it's I'm gonna hope the best for them. So I'm gonna go Everton here. But I yeah, hope they mate. start playing well. off, oh, bro. I'm I'm done. <laughs> this fucking guy, yeah. dude.
1: I can't attention. do it
0: anymore. Headphones off. <laughs> uh,
1: well, while you're picking Everton, I'm going to go the opposite and go Palace.
0: All right. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. All right. And then game of the week, we've got Liverpool Villa. So yeah. I, I don't think it's going to be a surprise. I'm going, I'm going with Liverpool. It'd be interesting to see Stevie back at Anfield. It's at Anfield as well. So it'd be interesting yeah, to see him there Anfield, yeah. at, under another. Other banner. But yeah, I'm going Liverpool and I'm gonna go I'm gonna go in the threes for Liverpool. I'll give I'll give Villa a one.
1: Three one. Three one. Um like I said, Stevie G back in Anfield. I don't know. Maybe he mixes something up. I didn't think Liverpool were that good last week. Um but like I said, you can't not tip against the big three at the moment. They're too good. But I'm gonna go two 0
0: win to Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be I mean, it's definitely Liverpool win, but unless DBG does the old player manager, I don't think it's gonna be much of a difference.
1: What, is he gonna go on the slip again or <laughs>
0: <laughs> No, it's not a it's not a crucial game for Villa, so it's fine. Yeah, true, true. So we'll be, <laughs> be
1: fine. Uh
0: all right, well I think that wraps it up for this week. I think uh we definitely talked a lot of shit uh in the absence of newman we miss newman newman usually breaks it up with a little bit of a funny comment here and there so baby come back baby come back Uh, i do i do i can't wait to have him back next week do miss the blow i haven't seen him i actually haven't seen him in about two weeks yeah it's been a while been a while (laughs) Been a while. anyway i hope you enjoyed it nice did you enjoy this episode
1: it was good it was good except for the intent conversation about australian football but that's another chat for another time fucking angry,
0: fucking angry. <laughs> yeah, it's an, i honestly think we're gonna have to do an episode just on that but anyway yeah, guys uh again this episode was sponsored by bridge street football and southern highlands indoor sports complex or center i think that's what it is sports center everyone if you're looking for a good indoor comp indoor netball mixed netball indoor cricket mixed indoor soccer all that good stuff as well as the um, kids' summer um, summer camps, they're doing half days, and I'm pretty sure they're opening up a full day as well. It's called Cookies uh, Cookies Club Cookies Cubs. Everyone, go check it out. They're on Instagram. They're on Facebook. Let uh, let Dave you know that we sent you over there just to help us out. But anyway, really appreciate all you guys. Go follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, not use Facebook. You We're know, Facebook yet. Yeah. But anyway, Instagram, TikTok, all that stuff. Anyway, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much, Nate. And I'll see you next time. Cheers. G-G.